Hey everyone, today's topic is four reasons why you attract narcissists and what you need to do to repel them instead. I've wanted to make this video for a long time because as you guys know, Life is Love School is primarily here to help people who experience childhood trauma, who are understanding now that their life isn't working well because a lot of what happened to them in childhood is being carried over to adulthood. And in my helping clients, what I see oftentimes is what we call re-victimization. So people who have experienced childhood trauma oftentimes find themselves in relationships as adults where the situation is repeated. So let's say that you have parents who are narcissistic. You might find yourself later stuck with a narcissistic boss, maybe a narcissistic friend, and worst of all is a narcissistic partner. And God forbid you marry and then have kids with them. In my consulting with my clients, I see this pattern over and over where a person will leave one narcissist only to jump into a relationship with another person. So literally, the only thing that changed is the name. But the relationship, the feel of it is exactly the same. And it's as awful as ever. So this is what my video here wants to help you see so that you can control the future so that you are not subject to more narcissistic abuse. Hey, my name is Yume Chang and in Life is Love School, I teach you how to have good relationships and much of it comes to realizing where the pattern comes from. If you suffer childhood abuse, then you're going to see that much of your coping mechanisms, the way you see the world, may have served you when you were a child and that is a fantastic thing and you got to be grateful for everything that you did to be courageous, to survive the unsurvivable, but now the environment has changed and you're an adult. So I wanted you to learn a new way of seeing and interacting with the world. I think you're here at this channel a lot of times because you notice that things just aren't working out for you. You might go from one bad relationship to another. So if this matters to you, make sure you like and subscribe. So an analogy that I like to share with my clients in terms of narcissistic behavior is that think of the narcissist as a mosquito. So narcissist needs supply. They need validation, whether that's positive or negative, they don't really care. Of course, they prefer the positive, but if they can't get the positive, they prefer that you get angry at them. They still get supply. They get energy from that interaction. So they're very much like mosquitoes. Mosquitoes need blood to survive, just like narcissistic people need supply. And that only comes from humans. What the mosquitoes are attracted to is they're attracted to carbon dioxide, which we breathe out and we sweat out. They're attracted to sweat. They're attracted to body odor. They're attracted to warm bloodedness. So if you want to not attract mosquitoes, there are certain things that you don't want to do. For example, you might not want to be out running and sweaty and then sit by a picnic because you're probably going to be the one that people are going to pick on. The mosquitoes are going to come to you. And then there are things that you can do that will make you less likely to be a target. For example, you can wear uh, long sleeves, long pants. You could also take a shower, cool down your body so your body temperature is lower. You could also wear bug sprays. So just think about today's video as me teaching you what are the things that you might have been doing unknowingly that's causing you to be delicious to narcissistic people. And then what are some of the things that you can do to proactively make you very much less attractive? Unfortunately, narcissistic people are going to get their supply. 
if they don't get it from you, they'll get it from other people. So that's the unfortunate fact. But all that I can do for you is to teach you how to not be the victim. The number one reason people are attractive to narcissists is that they have low self-sustain or an unstable sense of self. So if we grew up with parents that continuously criticize us or put us down, never saw us for who we are, did not validate who we are, then it's very common that we might have lower self-esteem and that we are vulnerable narcissistic people for this reason. When narcissistic people, say for example, try to gaslight a person who grew up in a healthy family, this person would recognize that they are being gaslit and they have strong enough self-esteem and self-validation that they can stand by their own truth. But if you grew up in an environment where people are constantly putting you down, gaslighting you, criticizing you, then you might have internalized that hatred towards yourself to say, maybe I'm really that bad. Maybe I'm truly worthless. And instead of saying, wow, you know, this person is really toxic. This person is putting me down. This person is unsupportive. You might actually believe their version of the story to be true. And that makes you easy to control. So number one, if you want to be stronger against the narcissistic people is that you have to stand firm in your own truth and you have to validate yourself. You are no longer a child. And this is what I always tell my clients that you're grown up now. You're not in danger. Even if these people were to criticize you, you could walk away. You can decide to sever the relationship. You have that option, which you did not have when you were a child. So use that power. The second reason you attract narcissists is that you are a people pleaser. A lot of us that grew up with toxic parents where only they have rights and we are there to serve their needs grow up to be people pleasers. If you're able to fawn at your parents and you do as they're pleased, then maybe you're safer for a period of time because you're not getting on their nerves, they're not angry at you, they're not beating you, etc. So that kind of behavior may have been helpful in your survival when you were a child. But if you continue to people pleasing behavior, it is going to really draw in narcissistic people because they know that you want to please them. So they are not shy in putting their demands on you. Only their needs matter and yours don't. If I were to summarize what narcissistic people are, it's really just this phrase. It's all about them. So if you feel that your role is there to serve people, to make sure that they feel okay at your own expense, then these people are more than happy to take advantage of your largesse. So what do you have to do instead? If you find yourself continuously in relationships where it's very one way, whereas you give, 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 and they give nothing back or very little back, where it's not a balanced relationship, then it's time to ask yourself, do you have boundaries in place? So boundaries protect your time, it protects your energy, it protects your resources. Your time, your energy, your resources belong to you. Nobody gets to tell you how you want to spend your money, for example, or how you want to spend your time, who you spend your time with. That's in your control. What narcissistic people like to do is they like to guilt trip you. Let's say that you have something else going on and you cannot help them move. Then they will guilt trip you or to kind of try to find little gaps in your story. If you say that you're too busy, you have work to do, you have a project, they will tell you that, well, you know, last time, remember, you owe me, blah, 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 to try to tuck at your heartstring and make you feel bad. If you're a people pleaser, this is when you will give up and you will acquiesce to their demand. The more you do that, the more you teach them that your time, your energy, your resources don't matter, right? It no doesn't mean a real no. 
So they will smell the blood and they will keep pushing. So you do not want to be a target for a narcissist. You have to be strong in your boundaries. Your no has to stand firm. You don't even need to give an excuse as to why you said no. No can stand on its own. If you want to give a reason, you could, but a lot of times if you're dealing with a narcissist, it's actually better to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You need to find somebody else. And just leave it at that. They will keep pushing, just keep repeating the same line. If you don't give them new information, there is nothing that they could use to wedge open an excuse. Now, the third reason why you might be a magnet for narcissists is that you normalize the bad. Now, this is truly unfortunate and it's truly, unfortunately, common if you suffer childhood abuse. If you grew up with abusive parents, in order to survive, you have to tell yourself, you know, it's not that bad, right? You see this being done by enabling parents a lot. There might be a parent who is outright abusive and you seek help or protection from the other parent. And the other parent, in order to not take responsibility for the toxic relationship, she or he might say, well, you know, your father works really hard. Sometimes he just gets angry. So, you know, just don't get on his nerves. Just be a good girl or good boy. So what they did was they minimized your concerns. They're basically telling you that how you feel doesn't matter. Just stay quiet. Just be a good child and shut up, literally. So if that's the environment you grew up in, then a lot of things that seem very dysfunctional, you will internally also silence yourself. So a person who grew up in a healthy family sees a narcissist, this person is all entitled, all about themselves, all pompous, doesn't care about your welfare. That person would be alarmed and they would feel repelled by that type of behavior. However, if you grew up in a family where it's very abusive, then maybe a narcissistic behavior isn't that out of the realm of possibility. It seems fairly normal because you grew up with it. And that is really unfortunate. So I want you to raise your bar, raise your standards to say, that was then, I was a child, I didn't have a choice. I was born into a family. I did not choose to be born. I certainly did not choose to be with these parents. I was stuck with them. Now I survived it. I, I need to have a high bar because I deserve my own love and protection. The last reason why somebody might attract a narcissist is because they're actually also narcissistic. It sounds very revolutionary, but research actually confirms this. It's called assortative mating. It's birds of a feather flock together. Why? Because narcissistic people see the world a certain way, right? They have a very entitled mindset. They feel that other people are there to supply their needs and that even if they have empathy, they're not motivated by empathy. So they have empathy for themselves and their own sufferings. Their needs really matter. They may see your suffering and they can understand, yes, of course, that's another human being. That person also suffers. But guess what? I'm a narcissist. I don't care. Now, a fellow narcissist would see this behavior and like, hey, you know what? I understand you. I understand the need to look uh, a certain way in front of the public. I understand your desire to use people, and I'm okay with that. My value and yours align. So research actually suggests that there is something called assortative mating, and all the cluster B uh, personalities, so whether that's Machiavellianism or um, narcissism or antisocial disorder, etc., people cluster. So one antisocial person would be more okay with being with another antisocial person. It's as if we understand each other. This is also why many of you might have one parent who is a 
over narcissist and then one parent that's a covert narcissist because you're each getting something out of the other person. The overt person is like a sun, right? Radiates a lot of charisma and energy. The covert person feels like the moon. So they're reflecting that sunlight off of them and they also feel good. And they're both okay with being entitled where they feel like the rules don't apply to them and that only their needs matter. So they understand each other very well. So of course, you know, if you're a narcissist, you're probably not watching this video. I just want you to understand that that's why you sometimes see couples or parents that are paired and they're both narcissistic in different ways. I hope you find today's video helpful. Again, the fact that you could see the pattern means that you are about to get free. Once you see the pattern, you cannot unsee it. Where people get trapped is that they point the finger outwards and they say, wow, you know, how did I get so unlucky? All men are horrible or all women are horrible people. So this is where they still get trapped because they don't understand that the commonality is them. If their story keeps repeating with one narcissistic relationship after another, the problem is resides in them and they need to get that out. And then once you plug the holes, narcissistic people will no longer be attracted to you. In fact, they will be afraid of you and they will fly away just like mosquitoes are repelled by DEET. So I hope today's video serves that purpose. As always, drop a comment. I read every single comment. I really care about what matters to you, what helps you most. So any comment that you provide gives me ideas, including today's video came from a question from somebody who said, you know, why am I attracting narcissists all the time? And I felt compelled to answer. As always, I hope you have a wonderful week.